Okay. All right, so we're going to be starting Hilchis Deus, Herak Aleph, Halacha Aleph. See, here the Ramam is going to talk about personality types. That's how it starts. It's wow. very interesting. Wow. See, usually you say that this guy has a Deya, he has an opinion. Over here it's more than just an opinion, but it's basically these people have a personality and they have a world, more than just a worldview, but it's this is how the people are made up. This is what they're all about. So There are many different types of deus, all different types of people. There are some that are very different than others, and then there's some that are totally, total opposites. You have a kind of person that he's constantly getting angry. He's a Baal Chema. He's somebody that's that's angry inside. So his anger, there's certain kinds of people that they, they could get angry, but they keep the anger inside. Mm-hmm. And that's a trick, right? That's not healthy, though. So I looked into that, if it's true or not. I saw some research, and, and, and it doesn't really, it's not really any different. Wow, really? You feel like it's not healthy because inside it's too, it's too it's much. You know? Yeah. Um, but then there's people that they, the mamish don't get angry. Then you have a person that his mind is completely settled and nothing can shake him. He's calm as a cucumber and nothing can shake him up. And he doesn't get angry. And if he does get angry, he'll get a little bit angry once every couple of years. You know, And and, and we all know people like this. We all know the Balchem. You know, you leave the window open, you leave the window closed. Your chair is here, your chair is there. And then you have the other guys, like, like he just sitting there, like watching you, like you fell from the moon. Like, what's wrong with you? You know. You have people that are very haughty, they're very into themselves. They have a big ego. We would say today. Right. If somebody that's that's very humble and very low, very low key. You have a person. He's always running after the pleasures of the world. He can never fulfill his tithes. He's always running after the next taiva. You know, there's a Ramban and Chumash. And we're seeing it today. I don't want to get into this too much. There's a Ramban and Chumash that says that after... He's talking about society, it sounds like. But mm-hmm. after... My Rebbe always says it's over. That after we, after we give in to all the normal tithes, we start doing all kinds of not normal tithes. And if you look at what's going on today, I mean, you sure don't look. The world, but right. It, it, there's so many not normal tithes going on. Not nuts. It's my mish, Mishuga. Crazy world. Yeah. If someone is very pure heart, and he doesn't even have a taiva for the most basic necessities of life, only sleeps with one pillow, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't want to eat, you know, doesn't eat certain things because you know, I don't, you know, I want to be part. I don't, I don't need to give in to every every taiva that I have. Right, you know, time has arrived. You know, you don't need like the last. The last, last bite of the thing, right? It's such a thing, you, you know. Say, and by the way, that that's fasting. That's considered. That, yeah, know, it's considered it comes fasting. from. Yeah, hundred percent. The person doesn't eat that last one. Yeah. And Haram Bam says we're going to see whether we see it or not. He says, he says that you that a person should only eat half or a third of their plate or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to Mitzvah Shem. I think that's the uh, Perik Dalit or so. Okay. It's in a while. Um, and you have another guy that he's he's not going to be satisfied from all the money in the world. He always wants more. It's not enough. Always, you know, he's had like the people clutching about it. You know, right. Right. I saw he had it. You know, I want it, and 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 this one, and that one, and and and, and you know, and these people that are like this. 
So he's going to say, Shenemar Oyev Kesev leaves by Kesev. Because the person loves money and he's never satisfied with the money. Right. It's interesting because this is the only one that the Rambam is a puzzle for. Ah. Let's notice that. You have a person that for him he is very little he only needs very little stuff. And he needs very little, but he doesn't bother he doesn't bother going after it. Mm. I'm good. He needs very little, but he doesn't exert himself. Right. I mean, he needs very little, and he's fine if he doesn't get everything that he wants. So is that considered... Oh, okay, but that's considered a positive in that case. The Rambam didn't say anything positive or negative yet. We don't know yet. Okay. We don't know yet. We, don't, we, we have to interpret this. we got to gotta wait a while for that. Okay. And then you have somebody that he pains himself with hunger. And he collects, and collects a lot of money. Meaning, he's, he never spends anything. So he always has... Of course he works. He's the hardest worker of them all. Right. Right? He doesn't spend a penny of his own. It's a fascinating story that I have. I don't want to go into too many details. But I know a guy, an older guy, who wasn't so well. And he passed away under, he passed away under very unfortunate circumstances. And, and I knew the people that were involved in the will. The guy looked like he took his clothing out of a garbage can. Wow. He didn't change. He didn't get new clothing probably 40, 50 years. He was sitting on over a mill. He was sitting on millions. hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, and it was just like, "This guy has so much money. Buy yourself a presentable-looking shirt. Don't buy a fancy shirt. Buy a ten-dollar shirt that just looks presentable." No, never spent any money. Would always go eat in local schools. No. Yeah, I I, I knew this person. Crazy. Yeah. And then you have another guy. He blows around a kiddush. And, you know, there's two sides to each thing. So in any one of the days, any one of the kind of personality types, you're going to Mahulo, a person who's praiseworthy, meaning he's a good he's a good person, Vainin, or a person that's very um, sensitive, very um, very easily pained, Vakili is a person who's stingy, Yeshua, person that's that's helpful and easygoing, Vahzari, somebody that's Cruel, Rachamon, or somebody that's uh, merciful, is compassionate, Barachlevov, and soft hearted, right? Yamid slave, a person that's tough, and all these kinds of things. Well, what's the Raman trying to do here? What's happening? He's giving us a setup for all the different types of personalities, or the rabbi's asking rhetorically, but I'm going to try to answer yeah. anyway. He's giving us a setup for all the different types of personalities, and uh, I guess he's setting the stage. Let's see what he's setting the stage. He's setting the stage, right? That's what he's setting the stage for. But a couple of things that we have to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. We would call this, if it would be up to us, we would call what the Ramah is talking about Midas. Right? What a Midah? Midah is a measurement. So, I think Rup Tzadik says this, if I'm not mistaken, that the reason why it's called a Midas, it's not because it's good, and it's not because it's bad. The Ram again, Ramah didn't say anything about good, the Ramah didn't say anything about bad. Yes, there are, exist in the world, the Balchema. Yes, it ex- yes exists in the world of Gvalev. And you have a Rachlevav, and you have a guy who spends money, you have a guy who doesn't spend money, right? At the end of the day, just about all of this can be used for the good. Fascinating thing. You know, Reb Chaim Kirwitz, my Rebbe, he says, you learn Reb Tzadik, you see his mamish a doctor, he has a refuah for just about any kind of problem. A person is a Balchema, 
a person is a kaiser, a person gets angry easily, that means he's very passionate, he gets very, very worked up about things. So you should get worked up about the right things. Kaz, everybody agrees, is a bad thing, mm. right? But you can, you know, channel, the Gemara says, the Gemara, exactly. The Gemara says, in if the Menovel, the Yitzhahara, starts up with you, slap him to the Bismarck. What would you slap him to the Bismarck for? Leave him outside the Bismarck and come in and learn. No, but the Pshad is that you use the Kayach, that, use, the, use the forces that you have within you for, to utilize them for, for Kedusha, for good design. Right. right? And that's why it's called Bidas. And that's what the Ramam calls it Deus. Because it's, it's, it, this is what we have, you know? So the question is, why is this person a Balchema? And why is that person a Balgaiva? Right? Was he born this way? Did he, did he, was this nature or nurture, right? What, right, right. Where did, and how does this where happen? Where did it come from? You know, a great, a great Misa. I was by my brother Sheva Brachis, and my son was very little then. He was a couple of months old. And um, my grandfather's a pediatrician for about 50 years. So, you know, my grandmother, my father's mother, asked, asked my grandfather, I was, I was holding my son, somebody was holding him, and I said, look at this kid smiling. Like, my grandmother said, you know, it's just not fair to some people that just the way they are. And you see that. You have a guy, you know, Reverend Cutler was a born genius, right? That misses even if he wouldn't, you know, he would have been a genius anyways, right? <laughs> Without getting into all the details of the story, Rav Hutna one time told him a mice about somebody that, that uh, you know that was working that that it took that the learning was very difficult for him and it was very hard for him to learn. And Rabban was crying. Rabban started crying. So Rabban asked Rabban, "Why are you crying?" He's like, "I have no idea. I'm never going to experience what that means in my life. I'm, I I I I just don't know what that means." Somebody struggles on a gemara. Some people are just blessed that they don't have to deal with that. That's not their nisayin. Maybe their nisayin is that they're that they're very hot-headed. Maybe their nisayin is that they're balgaiva. We think every genius is the most humble person in the world. That on the contrary, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got very caught up in themselves. It makes a lot of sense. Sure. So you, so, so really, the avoided that the Ramam is going to explain to us is how we have to be miyashiv all these problems. You're good at this, but you're bad at that. You're bad at this, but you're good at that. But if we say that everything has to be b'derech hamamutza, I'm giving away what the Ramam is going to say in the next couple of halachas. I think we will notice by now. But once we know, once our avoided is to figure out how. How to balance everything out. Exactly. Recipe. A little bit of this, a little bit of this, and, and everything. The, the rabbi said, midot. So the whole essence of midot is what measurements. Exactly. You have to take a, like, a, like a recipe. You have to take a little bit of this, a little bit of this. You don't every, want to Every do. element has its own kamut, its own, its own, uh, its own midot, its own amount. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we'll stop here. I think we're good. Very good. All right. Just getting warmed up. Yeah, Baruch <laughs> Hashem.